0: How about everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Turkish Breakfast Club. I'm your host, Miranda Lin. On Friday, the Summer Olympics finally opened in Tokyo after a year-long delay due to the COVID pandemic. Turkey is sending 108 athletes to participate in the Games. It traditionally performs best in combat or muscly sports like wrestling and weightlifting. But this year, it'll also be making a push for the podium in a slightly less rumble-tumble field, women's volleyball. For me, growing up in North America, volleyball was an activity limited mostly to middle school gym class. A few especially gifted giants might continue to high school or even university competition, but it wasn't seen as one of the major sports, much less a career path. In fact, it mostly disappeared from my consciousness until I arrived in Turkey, where I discovered it's not only super popular, but also exists as a professional international league, and one that Turkish teams, specifically on the female side, dominate. Turkish clubs have won more world championships than any other country in the world. Powerhouses like Fenerbahce, Vakifbank, and Ejzar have combined for six golds, two silvers and four bronze medals over the past decade. Before COVID disrupted tournament play, Turkish teams appeared in the world final for five straight years, losing only once. My guest this week, Merve Aktas, has been part of this Turkish ascendancy. Since she was a preteen, Merve has been rising through the ranks of the club and pro circuit as an opposite hitter, essentially the one who smashes the ball really hard. Last season, her team, Hulkbank Ankara, won the First Division Championship, and this year she'll be leading a team of young stars as part of Chanakale Belediyespor. Sport. But what is it like to be a female professional athlete, especially in a country that still sometimes struggles to accept young women playing sports, or even wearing shorts? much less doing both at the same time in front of thousands of cheering fans. Without further ado, let's get to it. Hoşgeldiniz. Welcome to the Turkish Breakfast Club, Merve. Yes, <laughs> um, So, you're a professional volleyball player yes. in Turkey. Mm-hmm. How did you begin, how did you decide that you wanted to be a professional athlete?
1: Yeah, well, uh, when I was 12, my mom wanted to sign me up for summer sports class uh, to learn to swim. When we went to to interview, they told me that there was no place left in the swimming course. So you should choose uh, between volleyball, basketball or football. So I was so tall and weak when I was little, so we preferred volleyball because there was no contact with other players' teams. I know it's not a cool story, like magical moments or something. <laughs> and, uh, it was just spontaneous decision made on a random day. Uh, and for your info, I'm still not a good swimmer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still need those classes? Yes. Were you always like the tallest yes, person? Yes, I'm the tallest.
1: Yes. Is your family really tall? My father is the tallest one, but my mom, like same
0: like you, <laughs> also very tall. <laughs> uh huh. Um, did you? Did your dad play sports, or does anyone in your no, family no, play no. sports? No, just me. So it was when you signed up for this class. It wasn't to be like a professional, like super competitive athlete. It was just. No, it was just
1: for fun. No, I just want to play with the ball, and that's all. Then I enjoy this
0: one, and that's all. Were you good right away? Yes. (laughs) 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 And then what happened from there? Like, how did you go from just for fun? Actually,
1: I went with my mom to see the court. But there was the one coach, and when he saw me, just... He looked at me, and uh, I was tall, and he just said, just jump. And I jumped like five times, and he said, okay, you should go to another club, the professional one. And I go directly there, and I start and it start my professional
0: life. Wow. Yeah. That was... How old were you when that happened? Was that also the same year when you were 12 years old? Yes, it was when I started. 12. Wow. Yes, it was 12. When you started getting more serious about this, did you have to leave school?
1: Uh, from the first day I started, I felt it wasn't just a hobby. I think when I started to high school, I fully switched to professional life. Uh, my priority was always doing training while my peers went to school to prepare for the high school exam. They took extra lessons, blah, blah, and I was constantly training. And then my mom signed me up for exam lessons. I was trying to go to school, take exam lessons and to play volleyball, all at the same time. But uh, I was always late for class or had to leave early. Uh, It overlapped with my training. Later uh, I realized that I didn't have time for all of them, so I quit the exam lessons. Uh, when I went to high school I went to college with an athletic scholarship that my club provided to successful athletes and I was doing fitness at 6 a.m. before college class and then I was going back to practice in the evening after school. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately it's very difficult to carry out education
0: and sports
1: together in Turkey.
0: So they're not like um, special schools like design. Like in Canada, when you reach like that mm-hmm. kind of level, mm-hmm. there's like special schools for athletes mm-hmm. where they kind of like can change your schedule, your school schedule a little mm-hmm. bit more to help you fit in training. Yeah. But that doesn't exist yet in yes, Turkey. In
1: Turkey, not like this. Just you are going the same everybody. But uh, they give you uh...
0: scholarship. Scholarship at that point is it still people the same age as you that you're playing with in the club or is it like you're also have like adults people who are like outside of school that you're playing with
1: I yeah, like this when they see you show them the feature you have feature and you can play yes the same age but also uh, you are playing with more experienced players it's you know f- uh, it's
0: you more improve with that mm-hmm. yes um like in the U- in Canada and the US mm-hmm. university sports are a really big thing like before you go into a professional league you can go to university and play for your university team mm-hmm. for like 4 years or something like that mm-hmm. and that's really competitive and really like strong i think that's how like most of the US players mm-hmm. develop mm-hmm. No. That, is the university system not
2: existing in not,
1: not like this. You know, when uh, also Turkish players going to America for this, uh, they have also a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, some players just chose that way, but I didn't go to America.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're still young. It's still, yeah. <laughs> You'll have time, I'm no, sure. No, I'm not young for volleyball. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so what is what is the age sort of, development in volleyball. You're only what 20? I'm 25. (laughs) And that's not young in volleyball? It's not young for volleyball. My same age, they are going to Olympic Games. Okay, so what is usually the next step for a professional athlete for you? It's not
1: going actually step by step, but yeah Normally there are step actual levels depending on your age and talent. For example beginner level is küçük takım. Uh, then the upper level is Yıldız takım, then Genç takım and then A-team. But for me it was a bit different. Uh, I started with my peers at the beginner level team, but because I was a promising player, I always played with upper level team in addition to my peers.
0: So you played two teams? Like you played with the people your same yeah, age and the yes. people that are yes, older than you at the same time. Yes. Oh, you were very good. Then. When, when I was young.
1: <laughs> For that reason, I, I always played with uh,
0: teammates who were older than me. So you're now on like the A-team, like the top yeah. level now. Mm-hmm. When did you start playing at this top level? When I was 17. When you were 17? Yes. Wow, so you really did uh, yes. move up quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. when I was young. <laughs> but so when you reached the professional level, you reached the A-team mm-hmm. at 17, and you said like, I want to I be professional, mm-hmm. what did your parents think?
1: Well, um, actually I was the lucky one because my family has always supported me. Uh, I think that uh, perspective of the families is the most important factor here because uh, there are also many families who think that uh, girls are not supposed to do sports. My mom was the biggest supporter, and as a woman, she always wanted me to be a strong woman who could stand uh, on her own foot. Uh, and in my most difficult times, she was the power behind me. Is your, Are you the only child?
0: Do you have siblings? No, I have a brother and I have little brother. Two brothers? Yes. Yeah. So you're the only girl? I'm the only girl, yeah. And your mom was still like, yeah, that's fun, go be yes, that's yes. an attitude that like you said, mm-hmm. not everyone in Turkey has. Yes. There's the video that came mm-hmm. out, like that little girl Merve Akpinar. Yes, yes, really yes. emotional
2: yes. watching that.
0: Merve Akpinar is a 13-year-old girl from the southeastern city of Shanla Urfa. Her interview with a local news agency went viral last month as she broke down explaining how people always try to exclude her from playing sports. She was told because she was a girl, she couldn't wear shorts or play next to boys. They even said because her coach is a man, she shouldn't wear a t-shirt because some of her body parts could be seen. But she said no. Why shouldn't I play? And she promised herself she would change the destiny of girls in her village. She said in the future she would find her own job, but that she would never stop playing sports and would destroy these prejudices.
2: Really emotional
0: watching that for us. Because I guess that's what a lot of some girls have to go through. Because of that,
1: I said that I'm the luckiest one. Mm-hmm. Because I started to play with big city, but in Turkey they, they are all all small cities. Because of that, I'm the lucky
0: one. You know, everyone doesn't have that chance. Even in your professional level, do you think that there's an attitude still of like mm, looking down on like female athletes a little bit?
1: you know, it's all about perspective because, yes, my mother, mother, she support me, but my the other family, you know, the other relatives. Yes, the other relatives. They didn't support me. Uh, When I get surgery, they said you should stop. You should stop. Enough, you played, and you you now you go to college. You should finish your university. You know something like that.
0: Hmm. Even in like Canada and U.S. where it's men and women equal pretty equal in sports it's really unequal like women get like this much money and men get like this much money yes. is it similar in turkey where like the women's teams do they have same investment as men same like quality as men
1: No, i think that land they played with Super League. I think the women take much more the. The more, yes, more than men.
0: really. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> girl power. Yeah. Because the men are also they also have a Super League. They also have like big sponsorship. In Turkey, teams. The
1: men always take from football, you know.
0: Uh
1: They play football. They are taking a lot of money. But for volleyball, I think that the. Women are taking more so.
0: Women are number one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Inside the line, so they'll go again. More good blocking.
0: Ospai, and that's the clincher. The two-time defending European champions and now the two-time defending world champions for the second year in a row. All-conquering powerhouse club from Istanbul with the top prize in women's club volleyball. Last year it was Rio de Janeiro.
1: Turkish leagues is considered uh, as one of the most difficult and high quality leagues in the world. And I think that this began with an increase in the investments by sponsors in sports and volleyball over time. A lot of quality athletes and coaches have started to come to the country with investments. By this, Turkish players improved and Turkish teams have improved as well and this has led to a lot of success. For example, Turkish national team will participate in Olympics for second time. By this way, our country became known worldwide in volleyball. Currently, many world-star athletes play and want to play in Turkish On your team, are
0: there a lot of foreign coaches, foreign players?
1: I didn't play foreign coach, but I have many friends foreign, and I played all of
0: foreign players. Do they ha- does every country have like a different style a little bit? So like in football.
1: Yes. For example, the Cuban players they are very very different. They are more strong. More they are playing like very aggressive. Really. Yes. When we played like final game or something else, we had the uh, Cuban players, and it was very important game. You know, it's yeah I'm talking about for one point, and if we took. The point we will go uh, up league, first league and if we lost we will go down. And it was a very critical point. Mm-hmm. And she hit the ball and the referee said, no you touched net." And she said, no I didn't touch. And she goes to the referee and like, you know, she's screaming or something like that, you know? <laughs> that sounds Turkish.
0: Yeah, no. he's <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> for players, yes. Next level. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then the referee shows to her a red card. Really? Yes, I'm talking about one point and we're done.
0: Really? Because of that you yes. lost the point? Yes. Yes. Very passionate Cuban <laughs> <Yes>. player. <laughs>
1: place, it's very, very different. Have
0: you ever thought about playing in other countries?
1: Yes, I enjoy going to new places. Uh, I have always wanted to play abroad.
0: Any country in particular? Mm-hmm. Not Cuba.
1: Not Cuba, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to play maybe in Germany. Germany? Yes, Germany has also a
0: good league. Here in the Turkish League, what are the conditions like as a player?
1: It totally, it depends on team's investment and targets all conditions are provided accordingly. So if you are playing for a good team with good investment you have to chance to work with good professional staff with good income
0: obviously. Mm How is your team? (laughs)
1: Last year we were champion. Uh (laughs) The team with good target and suitable investment can afford Team coach, uh, psychotherapist, the assistant coach, mm-hmm. psychologist, you know, and statisticians and mentor and so on. Statistician like uh... no 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 like which is uh, doing uh, statistic. Oh okay okay okay. During the game. Okay yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> okay got you. I was like wow they have like a hairstylist. <laughs> I'm I'm so shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: which creates a group of people working so hard for the same goal, uh, which gives you a sense of family environment while you are able to see your own family much less.
0: Say normal week, when you're in season, you're training, you're playing. What is like a normal week look like? We have just one free day. We are doing practice every day. You know,
1: it's sometimes double and it's Uh, A double is like how many hours? Like in the morning 2 hours, Mm -hmm. in the evening like 2 maybe 3 hours.
0: (laughs) It sounds good, right? (laughs) And then you play one match a week. Yes. When we go playoff,
1: we are playing day by day. (laughs) Yeah, it looks very good, You very cool, but it's not like that.
0: Do you, how do you have a life outside of that? Okay. Our life is all about sports. Like your friends are all your te- like play sport. Yes, sometimes yeah,
1: sometimes you don't have four times the other things, you know. When mm. the season over, you can do something.
0: How long is the season?
1: Like six months. Six months.
0: And when you're not in season, can you?
1: Like three months. Three, three two months. months.
0: Of doing nothing, of being like on the couch eat, watching Netflix. No,
1: we just have. I have just one week for holiday. When the season over, I'm start to uh, doing fitness.
0: Training for next season. Yes, I
1: should be ready for next season. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I yeah. really just imagine like yeah, you guys yeah, like. You look outside. It looks very cool. Very glamorous. It's also
1: cool, but it's not easy, you know. Mm. It's our job because we are not doing for just enjoy. It's our job like like normal people, how they are going to work every day,
0: we are mm. going to practice every day. It's also our job. <laughs> <laughs> well that explains why I'm not a professional athlete. <laughs> how long does a career usually last for players? It's all about if you care of
1: yourself, you know, you can play like forty. Oh, okay. Yes. We can see the other countries, you know, like 3-2 persons They
0: are playing like 14 years. Really? Yes. Okay, so it's, it can be a long career. Yes, long career. Do you think you want that kind of career? Do you want uh, to stay in volleyball? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you've already been... No, after surgery, it changed
1: on my mind, you mm. know. Maybe I can play like 5 years more mm. or 6 years more. We will see being professional level is not good to your health. You know, you had all that pain, you have all that problem with your body. You can just make, you know, sports, fitness for your, you know, enjoy. Mm -hmm. And that's all. If you try to do professional things, you have all that problem with your body.
0: But it's aren't you guys like the most healthy, most yes, it like perfect like bodies it ever? It looks like that, you
1: know? <laughs> It's not <laughs> true. It's not true. <laughs> we have always problem. You know when I see when you see some uh, players, they have always walking, you know, different because they have all the pain. Really? Yes. When I walk, I have pain on my knees. Yes.
0: So when your playing career is over, do you have an idea of what you want to do after that? Oh. Mm, I have no idea actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you think still in sports, still in volleyball? Mm. As a coach or something? I don't want
1: to be coach. No?
0: No. no. <laughs>
1: Maybe I can be a teacher. Mm. Sports teachers. or what else? I don't
0: know. In a like college or in the
1: schools? Or No. Uh, if I, I'm i gonna do that, I will. I should do it with a little. Uh, Guys,
0: no, the, the the little ones, little yes. ones the li- like twelve-year-old merve yes, who are, yes. <laughs> are showing potential. Yes. If you have kids, do you, if you have a daughter, yeah, would you want them to also be a professional athlete? If they want, of course. Thank you so much for your time. Good luck in your new season. Thank you. The new club season begins again in August, so you can cheer on Merve by looking up Çanakkale Belediyespor. To see the Turkish national team in Tokyo, you can find a stream on TRT's website. And of course, don't forget to support this podcast by following all of our action on Facebook and Instagram at The Turkish Breakfast Club. Until next time, go Turkey, go, and gooder shirouz.